This episode is brought to you by Boar's Head. If you're looking for something delicious, look no further than Boar's Head Pitcraft Turkey. It's slow roasted with real mesquite wood chips to give it a real pit smoke flavor. And its authentic dry rub made of paprika, brown sugar, and Mexican chilies gives it a bold taste you need to experience yourself. Boar's Head. Compromise elsewhere. Find Pitcraft Turkey at your local Boar's Head retailer. This episode is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide, and they have plenty of wireless plans to choose from, like the $45 Silver Unlimited plan with unlimited high-speed data, 5G coverage, and no contract. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Learn more at straighttalk.com. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Rorik Honda houses an inventory of pre-owned certified cars, but like Christmas coming, the dealership in Bloomfield just received a few more new CRVs and passports. Just in time to partake in the Jagoffs, hop in to go shopping Black Friday contest at the mall at Robinson. You and three friends get picked up and driven to the mall for a morning fuel up, a lunch, and shopping. All you have to do is tell us your story. Visit Rorick.com for all of your vehicle needs. And now we start the Jagoff podcast turkey trot style from the YMCA Homewood. According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word Jagoff is defined as a noun which means a stupid, irritating, or... Here's how Pittsburghers define a word jag-off. When someone cuts you off on a parkway. Jag-off! Or someone scares the out of you. Yeah, jag-off! Or it's a term of endearment. How you been, jag-off? This is the Jag-off Podcast. And now everybody do your favorite turkey thing. Go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we just told Bruce, like, this is going to be so easy. And he goes, wait, you just told me to make a turkey thing? All right. So we were hoping you'd all have surgical gloves. You blow them up and draw the turkey on it. But no, that's okay. So this is John and Rachel, if you're listening to the podcast for the very first time. And we are. Uh, we would hope that you would go subscribe to it. We would hope that you would listen to it. And if you're on iTunes, we'd appreciate it if you say something nice every once in a while. Only nice. I always say if you have nothing nice to say, then just say nothing. So this is where we tell you, make sure you are reading the blog posts every day. We, we call out jagoffs, whether it is people in rush hour, people parking, people doing crazy things, things in headlines. But we also are doing some of our fun jagging around with because we visited Mercer County and we're going back. So you're going to see a series of going to Mercer County and how to prepare for the shopping season. So that's that's going to be lots of fun where we profile all of these great places. But the other three things we've been talking about, if you follow us religiously, is one, we are on Kelly on on air every day at 455 with talk of the Tan, And you have to say it that way, Tan, where we tell you what is interesting and what to know about what's going on in Pittsburgh. Every Friday, we talk to Alyssa about the Jagoff of the Week. So Elista at 10.55 on Friday, she looks through all of the blog posts, and we come to a, a decision of who gets really the Jagoff of the Week award. So you can listen there. Yeah, usually it's 10.55 unless we're late calling her, which <laughs> we have been doing that. Sometimes it's 11.55. But also don't forget, as we go down, Leslie Bonsey, one of our favorite Pittsburgh dietitians who's worked with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Pittsburgh Steelers, as far as uh, she is a no-shaming dietitian. Like, if you want to eat carbs, She's like, that's cool, but let's do something else in addition to that. Anyways, every two weeks on our G-Jet column, let, you can ask questions of Leslie. And coming into the turkey trot season, Rach, and turkey eating season and tur- turkey leftover season, 
this is a really good time for Leslie to shine. Well, because it's not the turkey to stay away from. It's all the other stuff. So like she said, have seven glasses of wine instead of eight whenever you're dealing with your families during the holiday season. So that all of that banter leads us up to we have been so looking forward to having this podcast about the turkey trap because John and I could show you our mock Emmy Award winning, you know, the way we were like, oh, we get to work with the turkey trap. We did. Yeah. 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 That's the stuff we did. So exciting. Taylor Swift. It was like. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that. John did. John's a, a, a Swifty. Anyway, so we get to be here in the Homewood YMCA because we get to talk to some really important people who are behind a Pittsburgh tradition that we all celebrate so often. And it's certainly, if it isn't a tradition, you're going to have it become one. If you heard us talking on Rick Dayton, which shout out to Rick, thank you so much for having us chat that through. We did call out that he should be there, that Paul Alexander should be there. You should make this your tradition because. They have it in different segments. They make it family-friendly. And we have all of the people involved here today to tell us a little bit more about the turkey trot. Who wants to start? Let's go with Bruce. Uh, oh, sure. Well, Bruce pointed <laughs> to JB, but... Yeah. All right, Bruce, since we're fast yeah. friends, talk, talk to us a little bit about how did the turkey trot even start? Like, it's a, I mean, you guys at the YMCA do so many different things, as we know. But why the turkey trot? Well, that's, a, well, that's an interesting question. And that really goes back to this one in our 31st year. Uh, oh, it's that many years! Wow. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we're uh, at our in our thirty first year, uh, and I think I'm probably the closest person to the original Turkey Trot. I've been with the Y twenty eight years, uh, so I remember in its infancy, and I remember it kind of and have watched it just with great pride, kind of grow and evolve into sure. the race that it is today. Our last in person event, two thousand nineteen, uh, we had about seventy five hundred participants. Wow. Uh, and kind of have watched it kind of also move into this kind of uh, what it's actually supporting. So as you know, with everything else, as one thing starts out, it becomes something else. And it's really become about uh, our food insecurity work and supporting all the great uh, programming that we do within the city of Pittsburgh, uh, from the Thelma Love at YMCA to the Hazel or the well in the Hazelwood community, uh, in the Homewood community, and in Allegheny uh, with their historic sure. uh, programming and residency of men over on the north side. Um, so I've kind of watched that kind of evolve and really just grow. And about uh, 10 years, 15 years ago, it really just began to take off uh, to where we started getting a critical mass of repeat customers, I'll call them. And it was more of a family-driven event. You'd see families coming from out of town, uh, uh, and they were connected to uh, whether it was our our two YMCA camps, or family camp, or a uh, resident camp, which is uh, younger children. And these people would come in from out of town, uh, and they would just decide that that's what they're going to do on, on uh, Thanksgiving morning was uh, do, the, do the 5K, whether that was running or walking. Uh, and I think that's the best part about the whole thing for me is just like true to the YMCA, uh, there's something there for everyone. Right. Uh, everything from families to really elite runners that – you kind of you see them running and you're like, man, slow down. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> talked about that. Yeah, yeah. All right. What is, what is wrong with you? But the cool part is, and you're right. So if you want to get out and that's your workout for the day, cool, because you're supporting two great causes actually. But if you want this to become a family thing where you meet down there and you kind of dress alike, like you're going to Kennywood, you could family walk it with strollers. You were saying even dogs, right? People strollers, bring dogs. I, you know, again, just true to form of the YMCA. Everybody's welcome, and everything is welcome, and so we're happy to have you. We, uh, we actually, we'd love to just say, welcome back. I mean, you know, it's going to be an in-person event. Welcome we back. That's the welcome yeah. back, Cotter. And, and really, all this is just made possible by our uh, just an incredible partner. We have uh, two, three incredible partners, I should say. We have uh, the UPMC Health Plan, which is the presenting sponsor. 
um, uh, the uh, race coordinators and managers, uh, P3R. Uh, and then what has really kind of become cool is over the last several years, we've just expanded this programming with uh, Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> almost. Yeah, almost. She's like, she got the red pen <laughs> yeah, out right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. In a minute, we're going to be the one that does Carolyn, Carolyn, a question for you in that. Um, so the YMCA is in itself a nonprofit organization. And in the meantime, you're using the turkey trot not to raise money for you all, but to raise food and funds for the greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. So tell me about that a little bit. Like, you know, you're 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 using your leverage to help others. And why is that? Because it's what the buy does best. Our real purpose, I think, is to be a convener. Um, and, you know, we've got this great big tent called the YMCA. And what we like to do best is bring everybody together for a stronger community. Um, our food security work is is real. We have lent on the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. Do I get it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you showed up, Bruce. Yeah, he forgot Greater. He forgot Greater. <laughs> I love it. We've lent on them yes. for years. Sure. We have a fabulous food distribution program here at the Homewood Y, also at Hazelwood in the Hazelwood community. Um, and, you know, they've been incredibly supportive of our program also in Allegheny, which um, Bruce referenced before. Uh, so it's only natural, frankly, at this time of year when we all give thanks, when we all come together, when right. we all celebrate what we're grateful for, that we partner with them and as a community, a large community, come together to support others. Wow. So. Have you done this before? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's my first podcast. Well, you did. You're fabulous at it. So that that's sort of the great segue for you, Maria. And, and we've only talked over email, but we've worked with the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank a couple of times. And obviously through the pandemic, even though we don't want to stress and, and continue to pine over the pandemic, it still exists and it's happening. And the struggle is still real. So it's amazing to me, just as a community member, to see how so many different organizations are helping the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I think that there's, um, you know, just an incredible amount of overlap between the work that the YMCA does and the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank does. Um, you know, I know you guys serve a ton of children and families. And right now in our region, um, we serve at the food bank 11 counties. And one in five children in those counties experience food insecurity. Meaning they, crazy. it is crazy and it, it really pulls on your heartstrings that these children don't know where their next meal might be coming from. Mm -hmm. So it's been really incredible to see the support that we have seen from the community, um, including the Y and the Turkey Trot, because there's still definitely work to be done. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of people did really great things over the pandemic, but there are definitely families who are still struggling to recover from the effects of the pandemic. Well, and if I can interject, so let's put it in perspective this way, and this is really for any nonprofit. It. The struggle existed before the pandemic. Yes. So there were multiple nonprofits, whatever it may have been, right? And in your case, Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, or in your case, the YMCA, where people were in need for shelter, for clothing, for food, the three staples in life. Right. And so that was already in place. Then you get hit with the pandemic. So then it was sort of this outpouring where people were like, oh my gosh, we're all in this. Mm -hmm. So let's try to give because some of us aren't as bad. Yeah. And now we're post-ish or we're getting post-ish that doesn't change all the time, right? I mean, that's what people right. need to put in perspective. Yeah, so when the pandemic hit, we immediately saw about a 31% increase wow. 
and the need for food insecure for food security resources so these were people who had never come to us before never needed our services and all of a sudden found themselves in a position where they had to come to us so we were really grateful that because of the community support that we received we were able to serve them and i think that you know one thing that really spoke to a lot of people was that anyone can help anyone can do something there's volunteer opportunities um you know donating as little as five dollars can help us provide up to 25 meals and so i think that it really speaks to the fact that you don't have to break the bank to be able to make a huge difference in the lives of people in your community great point point. and this is not about collecting items so people can have a thanksgiving dinner this is about collecting items so that people can have dinners after Thanksgiving and going sure. into the holidays, is that or going in not the holidays? It's, they're continuing on in the other months, right? Right. Yeah. So when we collect the food at the uh, turkey trot and the funds, we'll be able to provide meals for months to come to families yeah, in need, which is a... really important. So, and then we have to mention that there are collection points at Mancini's Bakery and McKee's Rocks in the Strip District. There will be collection points at. Uh, yeah. I don't know. This, is this a surprise you to Maria? Yeah, at Rorick, Rorick Honda, Rorick yeah. Toyota, where they're going to get in and get collection points. So and let's. All of our wives too. <laughs> and all of your wives, yeah. So let's uh, switch gears for a second because JB, the guy in the middle, is the guy that's hosting us today. Yeah. And uh, we are in this awesome state of the art recording studio. We we would love you can see kind of the control room be uh, over on that side you can see the drum section here in the background and uh and there's a piano in the corner jb's daughter's over there kind of directing us so <laughs> jb so let's move off a track turkey trot for one second because you do relate because you're you're providing the music for this episode but tell us a little bit about the facility here the facility in general and let's get on the recording studio that you work in here well, right now we're in we're inside the the Lighthouse Recording Studio, which is one part of a larger program, um, meeting the needs of young people in this community to be creative, to learn technical skills, um, and to uh, think about their future and uh, have an outlet to create art. So, um, the facility includes a collaboration space and a and a, and a a computer lab, and of course the recording studio. We run year-round, and young people, mostly high school age, can come in here, um, take classes. We have clubs where it's sort of open expression, where you can come in, learn from teaching artists how to use the equipment, and whether you want to make an album, or you want to learn how to do posters, you want to learn Photoshop, you want to learn how to web design, you want help with your business that you're starting up, we're sort of here year-round to provide you know, uh, instruction, mentorship, um, so young people can uh, thrive. And I think the way it connects is that, you know, even even though the arts is the center point of the work that we do here, um, we provide dinner every day. And we, so we have a kitchen downstairs. Kids can come oh, here. Oh, wow. And so, uh, you know, we have a garden. We have right. a garden on the side of the building, and so you know we're 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 part of that effort to make sure that you know kids in this community don't go hungry because you can't start a business or you can't do your homework or you can't create a great song if you're starving. And so um, we see that uh, you know meeting people's needs around around food is part of their journey to being you know to being to launching yourself into a career or into your future i love the fact we started and you mentioned it a little bit here is that you not only just teach people how to do music you teach them business of music right so talk about that a little bit like it's not about just coming in here and cutting a record it's the whole deal yeah and it's all about mentorship so i mean we have teaching artists who 
are all practitioners in their field. We have a DJ program. We have a DJ fellowship where young people are learning DJ skills. We have a summer music entrepreneurship where uh, musicians are learning about streaming. They're learning about contracts. They're learning about all the things be outside of the studio, per se, um, to be a well-rounded you know, business person. And it all really is about mentorship in the sense, yeah, like I said, these, these teaching artists, they do what they, they, do what they teach. And uh, it's all about those relationships so that young people can come in, ask the questions, and have that kind of experience. And you're not just some guy they found. Like, hey, this JB sounds kind of good. You know, if you don't mind, and I, you're very humble, but you and you piqued my interest immediately. Talk a little bit about your background and how where this program sort of started. Because I said to you, well, what kind of growth have you seen? Talk a little bit about that. Your well, you know, I, I always start with I'm the son of a, a sixth grade teacher and a music and a, and a musician. So education and music. You're born into been, it. You don't have a choice. Had no choice. Yeah. <laughs> but, took, but took to it pretty quickly. Sure. Um, came up. Uh, I mean, I'm from New York. And uh, we don't even hear the accent, but we also don't hear Yinzer. So we're going to have to help you. Yeah. I'm a, <laughs> a little bit of both, I suppose. OK. OK. Um, piano, saxophone came up through school, playing piano and sax, got into studio recording, hip hop production, that sort of thing. Um, got a degree in sociology, wanted to see how I could take sort of sociology and, and sort of intertwine that with music and the arts and came here for uh, a master's degree in musicology and planned to get a quick degree and go back to New York and started teaching, started doing things around Pittsburgh, um, started hanging out at places like the Shadow Lounge and formed a band and all that sort of thing. So 20 years later, we sucked uh, you, you know, in. Sucked me in <laughs> and, uh, you know, never looked back because I, I love Pittsburgh. I love Homewood. That's I love great. the Y. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You could tell, too. So this place has grown just by your efforts and your talents and your things like that. And I love the fact that it becomes a safe haven for kids because think about it. As parents, our biggest thing is what are these kids doing when they're not in school? And how can we keep them off the street? And how can we? But beyond that, so you're serving a need, but you're also, like John said, serving this amazing opportunity for people to to really make a career is there anything in particular or somebody that you could say like what i loved watching was you don't have to use names of course but little billy when little billy started and and what things are like now i mean there's so many stories because every kid who comes through here has a different story about how this place has changed their lives uh you know back in 2013 we had a group of kids that made a song about the YMCA and that was just the most amazing and well-produced song you can imagine and, and we sent it around and that led to the opportunity for you know six kids from Homewood to go to the YMCA International Youth Festival in Prague, Czech Republic. So these are six kids from the neighborhood performing in front of tens of thousands of youth and YMCA folks from around the country. Um, so I just so, start with that story as you know Arts being transformative, you know, (laughs) they come back with, you know, Twitter friends and Facebook friends from New Zealand and South Africa and all these places. Um, But then, uh, you know, and then more recently we had a a young person who just got their um, associate's degree from CCAC in music technology. We have a partnership with CCAC. So on Saturdays, uh, kids can come here and and get accredited coursework um, in music technology. So there's a lot of different strands for young people to go. You know, this is really just the, the starting point to sort of branch off into a lot of different things, whether it's you know career, college, entrepreneurship. This is where we're going to record the Jag Off Christmas album next year, <laughs> right? So, Bruce, everybody, get your, get your singing voice on. Yeah, yeah, we, we are going to do that. All right, so let's... I'll make you think twice. <laughs> Bruce, come on. Bruce, you have a voice for radio, for gosh sakes. You should be on this podcast on the radio. <laughs> 
All right, so let's turn to Turkey Trot because we know, again, Thanksgiving Day, we need to know what's happening. And you guys have all been involved in different levels. And so the first question is, is we'll go down the line. We'll start with Bruce this time. Uh, Bruce, what's your favorite memory or story from a Turkey Trot in the past? Oh, boy. Um, geez. You know, I think the my favorite thing about it uh, is just to see the family time. And I've touched on this several times in mm-hmm. our conversations uh, as well as um, just the uh, individual uh, people that uh, come, and they're just—you can tell that they're just from all different backgrounds and, and, and walks of life, and and just the collaborative feeling of we're all here as one, we're having fun, we're supporting each other. Uh, and for me, and I and I keep saying, and I just keep coming back to it, I, I just think that it encapsulates what the why is. On a single day, on a holiday. But didn't you tell me? I'm going to sort of feed this a little more. <laughs> I, you started to tell yeah. me the other day. Are you going to talk about that, or you don't want I, to? Well, I, 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 yes, I can. I I'm, I'm, sh- I'm going to keep it high level, so I don't. Okay, that's fine. For okay, it. oh, I wanted to invoke <laughs> tears. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Jk. Yeah. Well, we could watch my last video. Okay, right? I know. <laughs> That'll give me tears too. So go ahead. All right. So you started to tell us a little bit about someone who attends year after year. And that person has come, I believe, um, was it a father son or something like that? And then yeah, you had another uh, one. Yeah, we we have we have a couple. Um, we have a couple, uh, I would say, um, well, wheelchair bound participants. Um, and over the course of time, they've you know, we've come to get to know them and. Uh, in different years, they've kind of led off the race. And then, you know, coming across the bridge, you get to see, uh, you know, um, a father and a father and daughter and a father and son team that are, where they're working together to ensure that somebody has success, uh, whereas they wouldn't normally. And I, like I said, it just those sorts of things really kind of like touch you and get to you and make you realize that uh, that there's just so much more than – you know, it's it's more than just a race. It's a it's an event. It's a it's a thing that people remember. I mean, people are just so proud of their, you know, their shirts. You know, someone will say, you know, this shirt's from 1994, and it's like, I mean, you can just see the the lineage of how this has become part of their lives, uh, and uh, and it's a way for families to connect when they come back into town, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and like everyone's just happy, and it's just and given all that we have going on in the world right now, even from you know from you know, just the overall the overall climate to the it's just on one single day you get to see the why represent everyone just being happy with each other i love that and we all have to remind everybody if you're if you're listening to the podcast because we do have ex yinzers and you're coming back for thanksgiving and you end up doing the tricky trot it's a walk it's a run you can do whatever you want but come up to us and say how you doing you jag off right because that we know the the phrase is a term of endearment so that's how we want to do it jb how about your thoughts on the tricky trot do you have a favorite memory uh you 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 run and you you knock somebody over. I don't know what you know. <laughs> Listen, I'm that way. Listen, I well, you know when I used to run these five Ks and I would see like there would be one person in front of me. I have to get that person. Then I the next person. I have to get that person. But are you competitive or do you run? Do you walk? What do you do on the turkey trot day? I mean, I'm competitive, but regretably, I've never been to the turkey. Okay, all not. right. I, so, but I get to see the impact on the other side. So, ah, nice. You know, Beneficiary. We're one of the sites for our community food yeah. bank. We do a food bank here once a month. Um, and so, you know, particularly during COVID, when line, we were one of the few facilities that stayed open because that need doesn't go away, and it was a critical Double need. Yeah, we had our distribution lines around the corner. So to know, you know, to come in and, and see that kind of work being done, 
um, to make sure families get fed. That that that's the side I get to see of that was such the a good answer. You're gonna make me truck. cry. Gosh, Carolyn, how about you? Oh, I love. I have so many memories. I love to see the families who run in costume together, like oh, knife, yeah, yeah. fork, right. plate. You know, I love all the turkey hats. I love the dogs. Dogs are out running in tutus. But for me, I think some of my best memories are, you know, people people come up to you and everybody, you know, hi, Carolyn, how are you doing? And I'm looking at them and they're sort of, you know, if it's a really cold year, they're sure. all muffled up. And I'm vaguely familiar and I'll be saying, hi, 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 and I'll turn and I'll walk away and I'm going, who is that person? Because I'm not seeing sure. how I normally see them. And it happens to me every year. And a couple of times it's been like really big Pittsburgh celebrities, yeah. um, names, elected officials. You walk away and go, oh, that yeah. was. Right. I, I mean, everybody comes out for the That's so truck. wonderful. Everybody I does. love that. We now see families tailgating after the run. They do like, you know, hot chocolate tailgates. Um, uh, even just our own staff who come and volunteer and bring like crockpots full of oatmeal. Yeah. It is just, it's tradition. And I think with the turkey trot for me, it's it's one of those milestones in the year. You have Christmas, you have Easter, you have sure. the 4th of July, Labor Day, Memorial Day, Thanksgiving. And, you know, turkey trot is, of course, we all, we all gather for the meal, but the turkey trot first thing in the morning for me really, really makes the day. It's the marker for me. I, I put my turkey in the oven before I leave. I come, I run the turkey trot, I go back home and I pull the turkey out. Right. <laughs> it's... That's Perfect. a great point. Yeah. You've all touched on every one of, of what it encompasses. That's so, so true because it's not just the race is sort of the figurative part, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just the coming together and, and what it brings. Maria, your part is a little bit different because you're again, like JB, you're sort of the behind the scenes. So what is it right. that you've heard from someone who has either donated or, or partaken in? Yeah. So this is my first year working directly with the Turkey Trot and I'm just so excited. Don't make anything up, Maria. Don't make up I'm a story. I'm not going to make it okay. up, but the one story that I do have is when when we started scheduling for the barrels to be all around the YMCAs, I have to work with our trucking team and operations. And they were like, oh, this is a lot. What's this for? And I said, their turkey trot. And they were like, yes, the turkey trot. We're so excited. We know all about it. And just the buzz of, you know, how many pounds are they going to bring in this year? And how many families are signed up to raise? And it just seems like, you know, everyone knows about it and gets excited about it. I know, um, you know, since March 2020, over 80 tons of food has been collected. And so, you know, also the stories of us picking it up and the truckload coming in is is just really incredible to hear and and see how families really recognize, you know, not only is this a fun event and but they're excited to give back and what a day That's to a good do point. so. Fun yeah. with purpose. Sure. Right. Fun with purpose. I love it. Um, I was going to say, John, so for number two, it's sort of an elective answer, don't you think? Right, I would say, yeah. So do you guys have any superstitions in preparation for this? You know, uh, as you know, do you get up a certain day? Well, uh, Carolyn, you already said you put your turkey in the oven and whatever. Bruce, any? any... Oh, go ahead. Here's my secret, and I'm just going to share it with the whole world. Oh, wow. If you are not spatchcocking your turkey, you know. We Everybody, might have to define that right now. Spatchcock your turkey. What is that? <laughs> Bruce is looking at me like, what did she just say? She's my boss. I have to let her say that. But no, what is that? So that's when you actually sort of uh, cut it down the backbone and you you know lay it open flat, the turkey. 
and it oh, I'm sorry it it cooks much more evenly and quickly really? and it's, so it's more moist. is it like butterflying a filet mignon that's exactly it you butterfly the whole damn turkey go <laughs> wow that's, that. I, I, but I've never heard that that yeah. that's crazy so that's my tradition when I started doing the turkey trot that's when I that's when I first that's when I first spatch that's when I spatch cooked my first turkey. Okay. I I just wait for the little popper to top, pop. Up. <laughs> 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 Seems a lot easier. That is Bruce's tradition to wait for the popper to stop yeah, pop up. That's funny. That's funny. So we have a little bit of game here. So uh, we need uh, we need like a buzzer from each of you. You're like eh, eh, yeah, you know. So first win in because you will win prizes from Rachel, but. She doesn't have them here today, but we'll make some up. All right. So we have three questions. So let's see who can do this. All right. You, you want to go home a winner, right? You do want to go home a winner. We're yeah. Together. All right. All right. So first question here: When was the first turkey trot, and where was it? And where was it for an extra point? Oh, I think Carolyn. Carolyn was in. I don't know exactly when, but it was Buffalo. Buffalo. All right. Buffalo, Bruce, do you have an additional? Do you know when? And like early, early twentieth century, like nineteen something. I'm just going to agree with my boss. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say yes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was 125 years ago. You're good. Wow. Wow. In Buffalo, yeah. In Buffalo, yeah. You were totally right about that. And it says the the inaugural trot did take place there, and it was a local YMCA who hosted an 8K cross country. So there you go. Wow. Look at that double dip. That's good, you guys. You did great, you two together. All right. Can anyone? I feel like Bruce the can't partake. Bruce can't partake in this. Yeah, right, Bruce, right. you're out. Okay, you don't I'm get out. to win. No problem. You're done. We, shot a, no we shot a video. It was the tailgate, our our precursor to the podcast, and we shot a tailgate where we had Scratch and Company because we'll talk a little bit about that, right? But can anybody of the three of you? Let's see if you watch any drag off stuff here. Did, can anybody tell us? Two of the stuffings in the pierogi. Do you remember what Scratch put in the pierogi? No, it's a Yinzer pierogi. Look at them. They didn't watch you, Bruce. Bruce, there's no... Potato. Okay, one. What's another one? Because that was easy. Yeah, another one? Anybody? Cranberries? It was. Yeah, cranberries Cranberries. was one. Yeah, but there were other ones, too. They did stuffing. Stuffing. They did cranberry. They did traditional mashed pumpkin. It was fun. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) That was crazy, crazy good. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. And they did an apple, right? Wasn't there an apple apple, dumpling? Yeah. I mean, so So you you need to go to scratch. You can have pierogies for the beginning of the meal and the end of the meal. So true. So true. Well, I was going with go to scratch. You don't have to do it. They do an amazing (laughs) job. Um, The only other thing, let's do a quick, let's make a deal. Does anybody have something turkey trot related on them? Oh, Maria. Listen, you're all tied up. You're all tied up. No, that's too good. So we want to add a couple of things. You know, John and I are super excited that we get to partake this year and that we're going to be on site. But two things that are new. One, we get to have a relationship with Scratch and Company, who's amazing, who you guys have graciously introduced us to. And we are actually going to have a little Yinzer style meal. John, you're kind of spearheading this because it's your crazy concoction. <laughs> right. I was all about stuffing a turkey with Isley's chipped ham, right? <laughs> but Scratch took this to another level. They are doing the ultimate Thanksgiving dinner. We're going to we're going to Scratch to make a little video of this. And uh, but the pierogies, as you go backwards, you're listening to this podcast. Go back to the Facebook page and Instagram page on Thursday and watch it. The pierogies were absolutely amazing. 
amazing. Like, they made a pierogi stuffed with mashed potatoes, JB, and with gravy on top of them. It was so good. It was like carb, carb, carb. And, uh, you know, like, okay, I don't even know what I'm going to do right now other than go take a nap. Leslie would say walk, 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 walk. Yeah. Yeah. Come on the turkey trot. There you go. Yes. Yeah. So the turkey trot is Thanksgiving Day. There are so many options. Like, you cannot chicken or turkey out by of not coming. So... Bruce, tell everybody there's a five-mile walk, there's a 5K. We're not getting home to eat turkey till around 12, but we're going to be so hungry by the time we get home. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, turkey trot uh, Thanksgiving morning. Um, we have the one-mile family fun walk, uh, the 5K, the five-mile, uh, and then what we call the double gobble, which is the five-mile and the 5K. Um, and there's uh, all kind of different uh, avenues you can uh, register you Google if you search uh, YMCA Turkey Trot, uh, you can run the race virtually. So if uh, travel is not part of what your family is doing this year, but you still, yeah, you can still you can still register. In fact, we have 34 states registered uh, people from there's 34 different states, and you know what we find is they typically um, you know have participated before and they can, they're not coming in for you know whatever reason, whether it's COVID or uh, whatnot, but they still want to participate, so they're going to run virtually. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's uh, and then uh, also once you're on the website, uh, you can do one of uh, three things for us. Uh, you can register. You can register. You can register it virtually and uh, to be in person. Uh, we n- always need volunteers uh, for packet pickup right. before and even on race day, whether it's working water station or being a marshal. Um, and what then. Is the route? By the way, I don't even. That is on the website. It has changed this year. Uh, P3R did an amazing job of kind of doing some different spacing and looking at uh, the city and saying, how can we have people not kind of crossing each other? So, with safety in mind, keeping that. Um, But that is on the website, the the route. Uh, And then the other thing is, is if you can't participate uh, for whatever reason, but you still want to support the. Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. Yeah, look at that. Woo. Nailed it. it, Bruce. Got it. Got it. Got it. And and, and the YMCA, you can make a donation. Uh, and then also um, for packet pickup and even race day, uh, most of the people know this, but if it's your first time, we also are accepting uh, food donations that day. And on the website is, uh, you know, what is accepted and what isn't. That's so perfect. This is so great. This is the perfect culmination. We didn't do a question of the day because there's so much information and you guys each kind of had to weigh in on everything. But the second part that we think is kind of cool is we're working with P3R. Am I saying that right? Because that's the one that I sometimes sound like 3CPO from from Star Wars, right? Yeah. So they're fabulous, as you said, as well, because we're trying to put together a downloadable, um, you know, a music set, essentially, of local musicians. And I I have to say, of the 12 who we reached out to, nine of them are in. So we have quite the soundtrack that's downloadable, um, as well as P3R kind of saying, hey, this is where we are in the race. So that'll be a really cool new addition this year that we're really excited about. I think it's so nice, especially for those who are running virtually. Yes. You can pretend like you're crossing the Roberta Complex. And hear bridge. great music, <laughs> yeah. And so speaking of great music, JB, we'll put you on the spot again. The music is from a group from here, right? It's a chorus. The Lighthouse... 
I mean, it's just, it's actually one of our teaching artists, Inez, right. and two of our alumni who graduated through the that's program. That's a chorus. Three year equal chorus. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's great because they're actual people who have used the facility, right? That's right. And we're going to use them on the downloadable soundtrack as well. So, Sweet. there you go. I love it. You guys, thank you all so much for coming. Where does everybody follow everybody so that we know that we can gain audience participation virtually and online? Where does everybody go to, to actually, they could still register for the turkey trot, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Carolyn. No, no, you go ahead. No, me. I'll tell you. No. <laughs> yeah, they can register online. Um, as, as Bruce said earlier, just, you know, YMCA of Greater Pittsburgh. Uh, org is our uh, ymcapgh.org is our website and yeah go r- r- go right there it's right on the main page how late can they register like up until i mean they can literally register that you can morning register morning up yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm yeah. sorry uh, yeah absolutely uh we take registrations all the way up until about five minutes before start there's always that person kind of like throwing their stuff down and getting in line and you know uh you know they're lacing up their sneakers yeah, yeah and they're ready to go uh so f- absolutely all the way up through race day and I'll tell you what, Rachel and I are going to be there that day. If you wear something Jagoff related, like come dressed as a Jagoff, come dressed as Tom Brady, come dressed <laughs> as a Baltimore Raven fan or whatever, we'll we will we'll have some fun out of that because maybe maybe we'll give you a prize too. All right, so we have to thank all of you guys and uh, for first of all involving us. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that. Oh, well, on that same website, you could actually learn more about Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank and go straight to our website, pittsburghfoodbank.org, which is really wonderful because um, you can you know support us on there. But also, if you need help getting food to make your Thanksgiving meal complete, we can help you sign up online That's as well. Serious. Cool. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing I will add to that, John, if you come dressed as a Jagoff, uh, up in, once the race begins... Um, this just in from our legal department. We cannot guarantee your safety. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. There's a yeah. lot of bridges and underpasses. Yeah. That it's just a lot of yeah, things right. can happen. Yeah. On the course. Someone just happens to drop in the river. Right. Yeah. With the, yeah. 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 Gotcha. I got gotcha. you. So thank you to you all for involving us as a media sponsor. We've been so excited to do this, and it's such a big Pittsburgh tradition, and we love it. So thank you, and thank you to Tracy and Colin who help us put it together. Uh, Andrew is behind the scenes of the video we did the other day and behind the scenes here, always helping us, but refuses to come on camera, but we are going to get him to play hockey. Yeah. And uh, so, and thank, uh, thanks everybody. Thanks again to the YMCA. And we did not get P3R here, but really they are the ones, are. iconic race creators because they create experiences during they races. They're the engine behind Pittsburgh's great races. And, and that I makes sense. That. Yeah, that makes total sense. So. And truth be told, they actually, can I, sorry, John, I know it's your show. Um, they actually have a race today and that's why they couldn't do it. So it's crazy because they are always busy and we're lucky that we get to work with them as well. So you can start reading our end. All right. Thanks, as always, to Roraconda. Roraconda houses an inventory of pre-owned certified cars. But like Christmas coming, the dealership in Bloomfield just received a few new CRVs as well as passports just in time. To partake in the Jagoffs, hop in to go shop in Black Friday contest with the Mullet Robinson. Yes, Rorik Honda is going to pick you up, you and three friends, in the Rorik Honda Odyssey. And we're going to take you Black Friday shopping. And you get four $100 gift cards from the Robinson, uh, the Mullet Robinson. And we're going to record that as this week's, uh, that week's podcast. So get on, tell us your story. Tell us why you and your three friends deserve to be taken to Black Friday shopping. And we'll be a part of that. And of course, when you have a vehicle need, go to Rorik.com. 
Young son says the man of the law, but I was on the field when they handed it off. Running laps, walking home with my cleats on my feet, running back what they told me. I would be nothing more. I ain't know my worth and I ain't realize what wasn't stored. So my gift short with ball, I got a dozen more. You got a lot of core. A Pittsburgh, so much greatness, innovated, they don't get hurt. Be the voice, other people catch this word. It's a choice, press deeper till you hit nerve. Yeah. Born in the heart of the city The way I started, I'm always hitting my target is Liddy The hood boiling hot and it made me partially gritty Spark purpose and younger song was already ending My spark purpose and younger song was already ending Showcase gonna give me some free cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real stuff. I can't either. I love that cornbread, boy. <laughs> <laughs> 